Please stand. Lord, we're just so grateful to be in your presence today. As we go through this Ash Wednesday service, Lord, just fill our hearts with your presence, fill this place with your presence. As we lift up our hearts to you, as we remember that without you, we have, we have nothing, we are nothing.
Bless the Lord who forgives our sins. Mercy endures forever. Almighty and everlasting God, you hate nothing that you've made, and forgive the sins of all who are penitent. Create and make in us new and contrite hearts, that we, worthily lamenting in our own sin and acknowledging our wretchedness, may obtain of you, the God of all mercy, perfect remission and forgiveness. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. This evening's first reading comes from Joel, chapter 2, beginning in verse 1. Blow the trumpet in Zion, and sound an alarm in my holy mountain. Let all the inhabitants of the land tremble, for the day of the Lord is coming, for it is at hand. A day of darkness and gloominess, a day of clouds and thick darkness, like the morning clouds spread over the mountains. A people come, great and strong, like of whom have never been, nor will there ever be any such after them, even for many successive generations. Now, therefore, says the Lord, turn to me with all your heart, with fasting, with weeping, and with mourning. So rend your heart and not your garments. Return to the Lord your God, for he is gracious and merciful, slow to anger and of great kindness, and he relents from doing harm. Who knows if he will turn and relent and leave a blessing behind him, a grain offering and a drink offering for the Lord your God. For the Lord your God. Blow the trumpet in Zion, consecrate a fast, call a sacred assembly, gather the people, Sanctify the congregation, assemble the elders, gather the children and the nursing babes. Let the bridegroom go out from his chamber and the bride from her dressing room. Let the priests who minister to the Lord weep between the porch and the altar. Let them say, spare your people, O Lord, and do not give your heritage to reproach, that the nation should rule over them. Why should they say among the peoples, where is their God? The word of the Lord. This evening's psalm is Psalm 103. We'll read responsibly by the asterisk. Bless the Lord, O my soul. All that is within me, bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits, who forgives all your iniquities, who heals all your diseases, who redeems your life from destruction, who crowns you with loving kindness and tender mercies, who satisfies your mouth with good things, so that your youth is renewed by the eagles. The Lord executes righteousness. And justice for all who are oppressed. He made known his ways to Moses. His behalf to the children of Israel. The Lord is merciful and gracious. Slow to anger and abide in 
He will not always strive with us. Nor will he keep his anger forever. He has not dealt with us according to our sins. Nor punished us according to our iniquities. For as the heavens are high above the earth, so great is his mercy toward those who fear him. As far as the east is from the west, so far has he removed our transgressions from us. As a father pities his children, so the Lord pities those who fear him. For he knows our frame. He remembers that we are dust. As for man, his days are like grass. As a flower of the field, so he flourishes. For the wind passes over it, and it is gone. And its place remembers it no more. But the mercy of the Lord is from everlasting to everlasting on those who fear him. To such as keep his covenant. The Lord has established his throne in heaven. Bless the Lord, you his angels. Who excel in strength, who do his work. Heeding the voice of his word. Bless the Lord, all you his hosts. You ministers of Bless the Lord, all his works, in all places of his dominion. Bless the Lord, O my soul. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, it is now, and will be forever. Amen. You may be seated. This morning's New Testament lesson comes from 2 Corinthians chapter 5, beginning in verse 20. Now then, we are ambassadors for Christ, as though God were pleading through us. We implore you on Christ's behalf, be reconciled to God. For For he made him who knew no sin to be sin for us, that we might become the righteousness of God in him. We then, as workers together in him, also plead with you not to receive the grace of God in vain. For he says, In an acceptable time I have heard you, and in the day of salvation I have helped you. Behold, now is the accepted time. Behold, now is the day of salvation. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. We stand for the reading of the gospel. Christ, according to St. Matthew. St. Matthew, beginning in chapter 6. Take heed that you do not do your charitable deeds before men, to be seen by them. Otherwise, you have no reward from your Father in heaven. Therefore, when you do a charitable deed, do not sound a trumpet before you as the hypocrites do in the synagogues and in the streets, that they may have glory from men. Assuredly, I say to you, they have their reward. But when you do a charitable deed, do not let your left hand know what your right hand is doing, that your charitable deed may be in secret, and your Father, who sees in secret, 
will himself reward you openly. And when you pray, you shall not be like the hypocrites. For they love to pray, standing in the synagogues and on the corners of the streets, that they may be, may be seen by men. Assuredly, I say to you, they have their reward. But when you, when you pray, go into your room. And when you have shut the door, pray to your Father who is in the secret place. And your Father who sees in secret will reward you openly. Verse 16. Moreover, when you fast, do not be like the hypocrites with the sad countenance. Sad countenance. For they disfigure their faces that they may appear to men to be fasting. Assuredly, I say to you, they have their reward. But you, when you fast, anoint your head and wash your face, so that you do not appear to men to be fasting, but to your Father who is in the secret place, and your Father who sees in secret will reward you openly. The Gospel of our Lord. This service is such a great way to begin Lent. I hope that um, hope you're able to pay attention to all the words. <laughs> uh, it is uh, the words that we have in this liturgy are a great sermon unto themselves, and so I'm gonna I'm gonna take some time to talk about uh, uh, just some other things. So first of all. We're beginning Lent today, Ash Wednesday, and we've done this many times. I think that at St. Michael's we're like around, around, I'll say around 30 years plus or minus. So it's not new to us. We know the drill, right? We know, we know what we're getting into, uh, however we may look forward to it or not, right? I think one of the one of the great things about Lent is that uh, two two great things about Lent. One, it comes once a year, and two, it doesn't last all that long, really. <laughs> um, and we know that people people have traditionally, now and back through the centuries, taken something to to give up to sacrifice during Lent as a reminder, uh, as there's so many admonitions here that we hear. You know, turn back to the Lord. As a reminder, giving up beer, giving up chocolate, and and those are those are good things, right? It's like this is a very um, a time of introspection, let's say, or taking stock of yourself, pausing in a crazy world to say, how am I doing? How am I doing here? Am I am I doing good, fair, even good year to be doing that too? After all that we've been through, and those little things are great reminders. <coughs> The Old Testament lesson said, um, in the middle of the Old Testament said, The Lord says, Now therefore, turn to me with all your heart, with fasting and weeping and with mourning. So rend your heart and not your garments. Return to the Lord your God, for he is gracious and merciful, slow to anger and of great kindness, and he relents from doing harm. And that, that is the season of Lent. You know, it's calling us to that time to pause. Uh, return to the Lord. So what I'm what I'm suggesting, what I'm suggesting here for uh, uh, this particular Lent, I will I will suggest that you consider during this Lent that you would take a vacation from fear. 
I'm recommending that for Lent you take a vacation from fear. I think that in the last year, the things that we've suffered and endured, that the two greatest enemies of us and all people have been fear and loneliness. And if that's true, then those are the enemies I want to fight against. And so I'm, I'm just pausing here to say, consider during Lent to take a vacation from fear. Now, fear, I want to talk a little bit about fear. Uh, I think of fear a little bit like, you know, pain. Nobody wants to be in pain, but it's a good teacher, <laughs> right? It alerts you of things. C.S. Lewis said that pain was his way to reach a deaf and dying world. It was a way of shouting to people to get their attention. And, and fear can be like that too. Military people know that fear for the, for the job that they're called to do is, a, is like a normal companion. And all the courageous heroes that you've ever heard of were not people without fear, but people who knew what to do in the face of fear. They had courage. They had a way to stand against it. So fear needs to be properly understood in terms of what is it exactly that you're afraid of. All through, all through the Gospels and all through the Word, it says, fear not, fear not, fear not. The Lord is saying that. Uh, it's in the Psalms. It's, in, it's, it's everywhere. Fear not. God is calling us to not be afraid. It also says that the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. Those aren't the two, they aren't the same thing, right? <laughs> Our fear of the Lord is, is like, a, uh, what do we say, an awesome wonder? We consider all the things our God has made. It's, it's awesome. It's, it's full of awe. That is kind of the fear that we have of the Lord. And, and as you come into Lent, it's a, that's something that you want to embrace, that it is recognizing who God is and recognizing who we are so that we can walk uprightly. We can do what is right and good. Uh, so I'm, I'm making that distinction. But you know the other kind of fear, the kind that has you shaking in your boots. Uh, and it's, it's been a year of uh, so much uncertainty, like uncertainty about the future, but also so much confusion about what's going on. And none of that is from God. None of that is from God. And so when I'm suggesting take a vacation from fear, uh, yeah, I'm saying take a vacation from that. Now, okay, the beginning of the year, everybody makes resolutions, and uh, the the gyms, wherever you, when they're when they're open and where they're open, the gyms are always full in January and back to normal in February. Why? It's because people are weak. <laughs> you know, <laughs> they just are. I am too, right? But it's it's like you make this commitment to take a vacation from fear. You're going to have an opportunity to, let's say, recommit yourself because <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna find opportunity. There will be. It's a crazy world out there when we look at all the uncertainty and things like that. If fear and loneliness are the biggest enemies that we've faced in the last year against the people out there to destroy people, then, you know, just try to get together with someone and not fear. <laughs> it's a part of it. It's like we need to begin by taking a vacation from fear. 
Now, as to uncertainty, every day of our life we deal with uncertainty. There are very, very few things in this world that we can be certain of. One of those things that I am absolutely certain of is that the creeds are true. No doubt. I am certain that the creeds are true. I am certain that the Bible, the Word of God, speaks with power and authority. And we're going to be reminded of another great truth tonight. From dust you came, O man, and to dust you shall return. (laughs) That's true, too. I want to read a little bit out of the psalm. Even God knows. For He knows our frame. He remembers that we are dust. As for a man, his days are like grass. As a flower of the field, so he flourishes. For the wind passes over it, and it is gone. And its place remembers it no more. That's us. But the mercy of the Lord is from everlasting to everlasting on those who fear Him. And His righteousness to children's children, to such as keep His covenant and to those who remember His commandments to do them. The Lord has established His throne in heaven and His kingdom rules over all. When you have opportunity to fear, This is what I want you to remember, what we just said. The Lord has established His throne in heaven. That is a certainty. You do not need to fear. And His kingdom rules over all. And if He has a kingdom in heaven, and He rules over everything, then what is is there for us to be afraid of? You're into the lesson. Please stand. We are going to continue with the bidding. Dear people of God, the first Christians observed with great devotion the days of our Lord's passion and resurrection. And it became the custom of the church to prepare for them by a season of penitence and fasting. This season of Lent provided a time in which the converts to the faith were prepared for holy baptism. It was also a time when those who, because of notorious sins, had been separated from the body of the faithful were reconciled by penitence and forgiveness and restored to the fellowship of the church. Thereby the whole congregation was put in mind of the message of pardon and absolution set forth in the gospel of our Savior and of the need which all Christians continually have to renew their repentance and faith. I invite you, therefore, in the name of the church to the observance of a holy Lent by self-examination and repentance, by prayer and fasting and self-denial, and by reading and meditating on God's holy word, and to make a right beginning of repentance, and as a mark of our mortal nature, let us kneel down now before the Lord, our Maker and Redeemer.
Almighty God created us out of the dust of the earth. Grant that these ashes may be to us a sign of mortality and penitence, that we may remember that it's only by your gracious gift that we're given everlasting life. Through Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen. Amen.
Psalm 51. Have mercy on me, O God, according to your loving kindness. In your great compassion, blot out my offenses. Wash me through and through from my wickedness and cleanse me from my sin. For I know my transgressions and my sin is ever before me. Against you only have I sinned and done what is evil in your sight. And so you are justified when you speak and upright in your judgment. Indeed, I have been wicked from my birth, a sinner from my mother's womb. For behold, you look for truth deep within me and will make me understand wisdom secretly. Purge me from my sin and I shall be pure. Wash me and I shall be clean indeed. Make me hear of joy and gladness that the body you have broken may rejoice. Hide your face from my sins and blot out all my iniquities. Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. Cast me not away from your presence and take not your Holy Spirit from me. Give me the joy of your saving help again and sustain me with your bountiful spirit. I shall teach your ways to the wicked, and sinners shall return to you. Deliver me from death, O God, and my tongue shall sing of your righteousness, O God of my salvation. Open my lips, O Lord, and my mouth shall proclaim your praise. Had you desired it, I would have offered sacrifice, but you take no delight in burnt offerings. The sacrifice of God is a troubled spirit, a broken and contrite heart, O God, you will not despise. Together, most holy and merciful Father, we confess to you and to one another and to the whole communion of saints in heaven and on earth, that we have sinned by our own fault in thought, word, and deed, by what we have done and by what we have left undone. We have not loved you with our whole heart and mind and strength. We have not loved our neighbors as ourselves. We have forgiven, not forgiven others as we have been forgiven. Have mercy on us, Lord. We've been deaf to your call to serve as Christ served us. We've not been true to the mind of Christ. We've grieved your Holy Spirit. Have mercy on us, Lord. We confess to you, Lord, all our past unfaithfulness, the pride, hypocrisy, impatience of our lives. We confess to you, Lord, our self-indulgent appetites and ways our exploitation of others. We confess to you, Lord, our anger at our own frustration, our envy of those more fortunate than ourselves. We confess to you, Lord, our intemperate love of worldly goods and comforts, our daily dishonesty in daily life and work. We confess to you, Lord, our negligence in prayer and worship and our failure to commend the faith that is in us. We confess to you, Lord. Accept our repentance, Lord, for the wrongs that we've done, for our blindness to human need and suffering, our indifference to injustice and cruelty. 
Accept our repentance, Lord. For all false judgments, for uncharitable thoughts towards our neighbors, and for our prejudice and contempt towards those who differ from us. Accept our repentance, Lord. Restore us, good Lord. Let your anger depart from us. Favorably hear us, for your mercy is great. Accomplish in us the work of your salvation. That we may show forth your glory in the world. By the cross and passion of your Son, our Lord. Bring us with all your saints to the joy of his resurrection. Almighty God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who desires not the death of sinners, but rather that they may turn from their wickedness and live, has given power and commandment to his ministers to declare and pronounce to his people, being penitent, the absolution and remission of their sins. He pardons and absolves all those who truly repent and with sincere hearts believe his holy gospel. Therefore we beseech him to grant to us true repentance and his Holy Spirit, that those things may please him which we do on this day, and that the rest of our life hereafter may be pure and holy, so at the last we may come to his eternal joy. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. The peace of the Lord be always with you. With your spirit. Turn and greet your neighbor with peace. Peace. Okay, I have to confess that I have sinned. And on Sunday, I had yes. the opportunity oh. to give the announcements, and yes. I failed to give one of the most important announcements of the day. The birth of my fifth grandchild. We have one in heaven, but... Jesse and Haley had a little baby boy, uh, Reese Gilbert. He was born on the 11th, the 10th, February 10th. So, so mother and baby are doing well and resting. Jesse has the other ones here. <laughs> There's Rowan is very happy. So anyway, I just had to make that announcement. Yes, you did. Bring correction. <laughs> Uh, I don't know of any other announcements besides men's meeting Saturday. There you go. 10 o'clock? That's everything. 10 o'clock. 10 o'clock Saturday, downstairs, men's meeting. If you're a man, please come. Amen. Amen. <laughs> As we prepare to receive the body and blood of Christ in the Eucharist, let us respond to God's word by engaging with him in musical worship and presenting to God our tithes and offerings out of that which God has given to us. Together, through Christ... Christ. Let, Let us, us continually, continually offer, offer to God, God the sacrifice of praise that is the fruit of lips that acknowledge his name, but do not neglect to do good and to share what you have, for such sacrifices are pleasing to God.
The Lord be with you. With your spirit. Lift up your hearts. Lift them up to the Lord. Give thanks to the Lord our God. Father, all-powerful and ever-living God, we do well always and everywhere to give you thanks through Jesus Christ our Lord. He came among us as a man to lead mankind from darkness into the light of faith. Through Adam's fall, we were born as slaves of sin, but now through baptism in Christ, we're reborn as your adopted children. Earth unites with heaven to sing a new song of creation as we adore and praise you forever in the unending hymn of praise. Holy, holy, holy Lord, God of power and might, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. Lord, you are holy indeed, the fountain of all holiness. Let your Holy Spirit come upon these gifts and make them holy, that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. Before he was given up to death, the death he freely accepted. He took bread, he broke it, gave it to his disciples and said, Take, eat, this is my body which is given for you. Do this for the remembrance of me. When supper was ended, he took the cup. Again, he gave you thanks and praise. He gave the cup to his disciples and said, Drink this, all of you. This is my blood of the new covenant, which is shed for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Whenever you drink it, do this for the remembrance of me. Let us proclaim the mystery of our faith. Christ has died, Christ is risen, and Christ will come again. In memory of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Father, this life-giving bread, this saving cup. We thank you for counting us worthy to stand in your presence and serve you. May all of us who share in the body and blood of Jesus be brought together in unity by the Holy Spirit. Lord, remember your church throughout the world. Make us grow in love together with our patriarch, Craig, our bishop, Douglas, and all the clergy. Remember those for whom we now pray. Connie, Susan, Carl, Serena, Naomi, Rachel, Nadia, Kyle, Sonia, Maria, Sandra, Karen, Tammy, Kyla, the Majeski family, the Jones family, Elizabeth, the Sheridan family, Jason, Thomas, Morgan, the Marines and Sailors of Camp Pendleton, all those who serve in our armed forces. You can add the names of the people that you're praying for. Draw hearts to remember the poor and broken. As we receive the body and blood of Jesus, may, be, may we be transformed to become the body of Christ of the world. Have mercy on us all. Make us worthy to share eternal life with the apostles, martyrs, and all the saints. May we praise you in union with them and give you glory through your Son, Jesus Christ. By him, with him, and in him, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all honor and glory is yours, Almighty Father, now and forever. Amen. Amen. Jesus taught us to call God our Father, and so we have the courage to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not to temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom 
and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Christ, our Passover, sacrificed for us. Therefore, let us keep the peace. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world. Have mercy upon us. O Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world. Have mercy upon us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world. Grant us thy peace. The gifts of God for the people of God, take them in remembrance that Christ died for you and feed on them in your heart with thanksgiving.
Eternal God, Heavenly Father, you have graciously accepted us as living members of your Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. And you have fed us with spiritual food and the sacrament of his body and blood. Send us now into the world in peace and grant us strength and courage to love and serve you with gladness and singleness of heart. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. St. Michael the Archangel, defend us in the battle. Be our protection against the wickedness and snares of the devil. May God rebuke him, we humbly pray. And do thou, O Prince of the Heavenly Host, by the power of God, cast into hell Satan and all evil spirits who wander throughout the world, seeking the ruin of souls. Almighty, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit be amongst you. Remain with you always. Amen. Amen. I will taste Let us go in peace, rejoicing in the power of God.